0: For over three decades, the voice of newsman Jim Barrell was a welcome daily fixture on WBT. We bring the news every 30 minutes, whenever it breaks, and anytime at WBT.com. I'm Jim Barrell, News Talk 1110, WBT. His inviting style was unmistakable, respected, and dependable. He arrived at one Julian Price place in 1985. WBT was really where I wanted to be. Right. And I, and I knew a lot
1: about its reputation, being the first station down here. And uh, it was it was great to finally be a, a member of the news team here.
0: Over the course of 31 years, behind the microphone at the anchor desk and out on the reporting beat, if it was a big story, the odds were good Jim Barrell was covering it. This is Jim Barrel, I'm with WBT Radio in Charlotte. Yes.
1: Are you one of the people who are uh, holding the hostages? Yeah. Sure. Could you tell me why you're doing it? because we have information that could put hubert stones of the sheriff's department here in Normanton, away for a long time and is this a is this a conflict between the, the indians and the local uh, police establishment yes it is. And, uh, as you just heard jim baker found guilty on all 24 counts in his fraud and conspiracy trial h.a will have more in the new news well, thank you very much i appreciate that and that immediacy which wbt news is always a part of the jury is coming back in something's going to happen The jury returns unanimous verdict not guilty of the first three murder of Sharika adams it's 105 good morning i'm scott kilgore in the wbt storm center continuing to bring you extended coverage on hurricane hugo hugo has come ashore it came ashore near charleston around the isle of palms that happened at about midnight when the eye moved ashore, the storm was packing sustained winds of 135 miles an hour. Just north of Charleston, in Georgetown, is WBT's Jim Beryl. Our wind gauge got blown off the roof here of the uh, Georgetown uh, County Courthouse about an hour ago, so we really can't tell at this point how strong the winds are. The last recorded uh, gust that we got was somewhere in the vicinity of about 80, and that was, as I say, about an hour ago. Uh, all we can do, all we can tell is that uh, the wind is blowing very, very hard. can't really see anything outside now because it's it's so dark Uh, there's no power really anywhere except for the emergency power that's on in this building so if you look out the window you just see the silhouettes of trees blowing and very little else and of course you hear the the high gusty winds and uh, you can see some of the rain as you open the door and the light from inside is shining on the drops as they blow WBT's jim barrel is at the computer right now with the latest information jim wbt election central we're still waiting for that last precinct which is as uh, bill kulp told us precinct number 54 to determine uh, the outcome of the Sue Myrick-Harvey-Gantt race, which appears to be determined already. With uh, Sue Myrick 51% of the vote, Harvey Gantt 49% of the vote. And we'll pitch it back to John Stokes here. Jim, if you've got any information uh, on uh, other races in Cornelius, Davidson, Huddersville, Matthews, Pineville, uh, other places like that, have those uh, started to come in yet? Yeah, some of, those, some of those have been extremely slow getting into the computer, but we do have some. 47,310 for Sue Myrick, 46,300 for Harvey Gantt. And what we've been calling uh, tonight is a huge, huge upset in the race for the mayor of Charlotte. Can Jim hear us? Uh, yes, he Jim, can. Jim, if, what do you, do you have the finals yet on the at-large council? Yes, we do. Those are all in now. I'll run those down again. Al Russo was a top vote-getter. Now, this is for four seats on council. Al Russo was the number one uh, candidate with 17 percent. Uh, Richard Vinroot, 16 percent. Gus Campbell, John A. Gus Campbell, third with 15 percent. Just joining us. The news is that a DC-9, a U.S. Air DC-9 is what we've heard. uh, Flight number 1016 went down with 55 people on board, five crew, 50 passengers, originating in Columbia, uh, flying into Charlotte, came in in uh, a brief thunderstorm that popped up in the area at the time, which was shortly before 7 o'clock. For whatever reason, the pilot was asked to go around again, uh, a routine procedure, and on the go-around, that is... uh, uh, instead of landing, he uh, gave it power and started back up again. That's when he, uh, he crashed into a field not far from Wallace Neal. Uh, we've had uh, various reports from eyewitnesses of uh, people coming from the scene. There was one uh, person who said he saw a man whose clothing was on fire. They helped him. There have been other reports of people taken alive and talking from the scene of the crash. Okay, we're going to go back to Brad Schultz now, who's on the scene. Brad? Brad? We just finished a quick briefing here from Jerry Orr, who's the Aviation Director. Uh, he did confirm to us uh, those buses are being used to bring the injured out. As for numbers, uh, we, we quizzed him again and again and again as to how many people may have died in this uh, crash of uh, Flight 1016, and we're being told that at least 10 people are dead. The number was hovering also right
0: around- Looks 15. like a couple of the uh, solid rocket boosters uh, blew away from the side of the shuttle in an explosion.
1: Flight controllers here looking very carefully at the situation. Obviously a major malfunction. You talk about uh, the Challenger, I just moved here from Orlando like three months earlier and it was the first launch since I'd left Orlando and I'd covered a lot of space launches. I was just watching it and they cut away about 15 seconds before the thing blew up you know say okay i'm uh, rob navius uh, kennedy space center they're headed to orbit and then we were sort of watching and then suddenly the thing blew up and and we were all in the newsroom and for about 30 seconds nobody said anything we were just sort of watching and finally somebody said we better get this on the air because we'd already broken away coverage was over you know everybody thought the thing was going and at that point i think for the first time in my life I had to get on and say something about it. I remember my voice actually breaking because I was, the emotion, yeah, I couldn't help it. It was just it was talking about, you know, you heard the shuttle go up a few minutes ago and uh, it just exploded. Uh, and then you cut over to the, the coverage from the network as they follow up and everything. But you, you are affected by it in the anchor chair. It's a little bit different when you have to go out and cover it. You know, you're gathering information, following up on stories. Uh, and both of them are difficult to do but at the same time you're involved in the act of gathering the news to make sure that people find out quickly about what's happening and you know you try to do as good a job as you can getting the information to people and that's mainly what it's
0: all about. James E. Jim Barrell passed away on the morning of Monday February 5th, 2024 following a short battle with cancer. Uh, He had to have the microphone for a moment the platform to talk to those who listened to you over the years and uh, you became so so much a part of their lives Uh, is there something you'd like to say to those people uh, a message to them
1: well, we get phone calls uh, in between those
0: newscasts,
1: and over the course of 30 years, you talk to a heck of a lot of people. Some of them the same people, but they're all nice. Well, okay, not all. <laughs> Most Depends of, on the story. Predominantly. And, and I'm sure there's some out there that I talked to over the years, and uh, some of them are gone now. but. They're representative of the audience out there, but you you never know how many people are actually listening. And so when you hear from some of them, you feel like, okay, they're representative of a certain segment of the listenership out there. And and when they have nice things to say and give you positive feedback, uh, that's good. Even the negative feedback, a lot of times you deserve it, you know. But um, it's just nice to hear from people if they didn't care then i be worse, worse. yeah that 's worse, <laughs> yes, so when they they take the time to call, and they always did, you know we, we didn 't even have time to answer the phone as much as we would like to have, but uh, just the people out just our listeners, you know they tune in and, they, and they're the, the folks that are bread and butter, you know, so and they 're just like us, and so you you 're really trying to cater to people that are just human beings like like we are and
0: and that's the bottom line as i said earlier jim was hired in the mid-80s by jefferson pilot communications he was an early newsman for john boy and billy when they were on wbcy he became a dedicated reporter a longtime afternoon anchor and eventually wbt news director his last newscast for the great colossus was in 2016 But most importantly, Jim would tell you he was a husband. He was a father and a man of God. Thank you, Jim. And heaven, you have a new anchor tonight. I'm Jim Barrell, News Talk 1110 WBT.